So did anyone watch anything besides Jerry on Ice this past couple weeks? No. We watched that, what was it? Something Coon? The, the Revenge? The story of a fat boy who got hot and... Um, He's going after the cruel princess. The prin- Yeah, cruel princess. Um, it's really interesting because it's high school. I love high school a lot. <laughs> it's my favorite time of life. Um, and then... It's this guy who's hot, and that's uh, so relatable. Mm. And there's this girl who's attractive, but she turned him down when he was fat. And so now he's, like, really sad about that. And he's like, I'm going to make you fall in love with me now that I'm hot. You're, like, kind of glazing over the important aspects of these characters, like his calorie counting. Or oh, the fact true. that she just can't be full. Mm, yeah. And she always has to eat. She eats a lot. What show is this? It's called, okay. <laughs> So this is like a new show for Winter 2017 because we were like, look, we were looking to see what the new animes were. And this one's called uh, Masamune Kun No Revenge. And like, that's what the plot is, is there's this kid that was fat and now he's obsessed with calorie counting and working out. And he's trying to get revenge on the girl who rejected him when he was younger. That sounds like a lot of awful people I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. I, it was great. No, it was so, like, it's so boring. <laughs> Like, it is just, like, the same high school anime shit over and over again. Like, you already know all the characters and what they're about and where exactly the show's gonna go. I mean, I I feel like they've already done everything there is that you could possibly do at a high school. In anime, that is. Mm -hmm. Like, what new ground can you break? Well, I mean, like, the anime thing is just to have a story. It can be about whatever, but then it has to take place at a high school. So you just take, like, oh, I want this to be a show about crime fighting. Well, they're crime fighters in a high school. Or if this this is a show about, like, ghosts and shit, well, it's ghosts. a song about ghosts and shit. But in a in high, high school. school. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was just about a high school, so it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the whole, the, whole, the whole thing about this show was, like, the whole focus is how much people eat. Like, the main character judges people for like how many calories they consume and then the main girl they're trying to get revenge on she like is constantly eating and she's really ashamed of it so he's trying to like shame her for eating sounds like a great time (laughs) it's really good um it has a lot of positive messages um yeah so it's good but yeah because we're looking at the stuff that we could check out and it's like there's also little witch academia and siren but yeah, like if you go look at like the winter twenty seventeen of stuff that's coming out, it's just like all super high school stuff, like drama stuff. Fun. Yeah. It's terrible. Alright, so we watched uh Yuri and Ice. So after suffering a crushing defeat during the Grand Prix of figure skating final and other failed showings at other skating competitions. Um Yuri Katsuki develops mixed feelings about ice skating, puts on, puts his career on hiatus, going to college in Detroit, and later returning to his hometown. He visits his childhood friend uh, Yuko on the ice at their local ice rink and perfectly mimics an advanced skating routine performed by famous Russian figure skater Victor, who is Yuri's idol. When secret early recording footage of Yuri's performance is uploaded to the internet, it ca- catches the attention of Victor, who travels and finds Yuri, and then decides that he wants to become his coach instead of continuing his own uh, 
figure skating career. And so that the show is about, you know, Yuri and Victor uh, rising through the ranks and eventually getting back to the Grand Prix where Yuri places second. So what do you guys think about Yuri and Ice? I, I'm really embarrassed because I, um, I, I, actually, I liked the first four episodes a fair amount. And I was like telling people that I liked it. And then I watched the rest of the show, and I was like, oh, no. So it's really sad. <laughs> to be honest, I, I like the episodes with the skating competitions more than the episodes without mm. the skating competitions. I did think that the seeing the same routines over and over again got old pretty fast. But the, the actual... Um, the technical stuff was kind of interesting, and I liked not having the characters talk about like the trivial bullshit that they spent the rest of the show talking about. Yeah, it didn't feel... I thought one of the coolest things about the show was it didn't feel like it wasted my time in the way a lot of these other shows did. Where, like, it was... They didn't spend forever training. That was, like, a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Now we're on to the next competition. And that competition is only going to last a couple of episodes. It was very snappy with, like, okay, we're going on to the next thing. Right. But it definitely... I think starting on episode five, from the last eight or nine episodes of the show is just competition 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 for every single episode i think with like one break episode right before the grand prix finale but it's yeah it it doesn't really mess with the pacing i'd say of the show but it does mean that there isn't really a story that's being told it's just kind of like figure skater figure skates it was nice when they had like the delay like the moments where they're just hanging out in barcelona because it made it feel like they're on more of a trip and it's not just like the whole anime takes place inside of an ice rink because mm-hmm. that backdrop does get, like... Like, you start losing your sense of, like, oh, we're in a completely different country now. It just doesn't feel like it because we're seeing, like, just ice rinks the whole time. They did that, I think... The, the, the way that they did that was mostly through food, honestly. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. It worked. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think that the only thing we saw of China was hot pot. That's true. He, Victor was very excited about the drunken trip. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Russia was Proskis. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Proskis and, and other Yuri's stern-looking grandfather. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty stern. Yep. Uh, so what did you guys think... Um, what did you guys know about the show before watching it at all? That it was about ice skating and that it really should have been called Yowie on Ice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew a lot of, like, Tumblr people who were really into it. Um, I just saw on Reddit that it was one of the uh, top new anime to look at um, following, uh, what was it, Um, RE0. (laughs) Oh, nice. I just knew it was about ice skating and pretty boys. Yeah, like I did know because I had heard, like it's pretty pretty big on the internet. And so I knew it was like really popular. My my whole um, reservation was how much of it was going to be like extremely um like tropey in terms of like how like these like sort of like boys romance animes can be so, yeah. i mean i had no idea this was a yaoi like I, I i had no idea going into this that this i don't is know supposed if it, be i don't yaoi. know if it's like fair just to call it like a yaoi but i mean it definitely like borrows from those ideas it doesn't seem i mean we can talk we'll get into that but it doesn't seem as oh, sorry well, I just have a question, because I don't really know anything about yaois, but I just know with the past shows that people have, like, 
I guess, best girls or favorite characters that they get attached to and, like, have, like, the pictures and the romance and, like, that's their person. Is that something similar, like, with the yaois? Like, do people have, like, are people saying, like, the Swiss guy is my favorite or the Russian? Oh, well, I don't know for, like, this show because it seems like at least like how the show does it it's like the other characters are definitely very apparent to be like the side so it seems like it's just victor and yuri in a way but like shows like free where it's like everyone kind of gets like the same amount of attention i feel like is more um like you have your best boys i guess yeah i guess like the it's it's similar in the sense that like like if a harem anime is supposed to be like fulfilling like a like a young boy or a boy's like fantasy um Something like free, which is like like the reverse harem, I guess you want to call it, where it's a bunch of like boys. That's kind of fulfilling, like like the, uh, supposed to be fulfilling like a young girl's fantasy. And like Yaoi is like kind of different in the sense that like it's still kind of just it's like a trashy romance novel with like beautiful boys in it, but it's supposed to be playing up more like the romantic aspects as opposed to like oh I just have all these attractive people doting mm-hmm. over me and obsessing with me it's supposed to be more like actually like romantic it was kind of weird though because i often felt watching the show that i was watching a fan fiction of the show <laughs> like, so, like it already existed as a show and somebody went out and like wrote a version where not only are yuri and victor like good friends and whatever they also have a <laughs> they, they they get really close to kissing a lot of the time <laughs> And Victor loves to get naked for no reason. Uh, when did he... He was always naked when he's drunk or in a pool. Yep, but whenever he was in a pool, he made sure to stand up. That's terrible. Proud and charge. <laughs> Salute. And everyone can just say sitting in the pool. <laughs> well, I mean, that is what you're supposed to do. Alright, so I guess before we get any further, we can go around and, like, introduce ourselves. Is everyone ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll start with Stuart once he's on the... I'm, real, I'm, I'm ready for real now. <laughs> okay. We got Stuart. Hi. You see, this is not a series for those who are expecting a casual watch. This is a series for those who tend to analyze and think deeper. I repeat... This is a story for those who like to analyze and think deeply. If you want a series where the answers are handed to you, this is not it. They give you clues and lead you there, but connecting the dots and knowing what is happening is your responsibility. And like a lot of Eastern media, it is not meant to be viewed through a Western lens. Did this guy, like, accidentally <laughs> confuse, like, Yuri on Ice with, like, Westworld or something? <laughs> like, well, he has, like, a... It's like a one-page multi-paragraph thing about how there's like Yuri and Ice is brilliant because it hides the fact that the characters have anxiety and depression and like well no no that was like the entire emotional part of the show was get over your anxiety because it makes you slip on the ice yeah we got a lot of inner monologues so I'm not exactly sure where this person is coming from but maybe I I love Yuri's depression of he's like I was depressed but now I'm not (laughs) (laughs) like that's how it works (laughs) all I needed was a beautiful idle man to follow Alright, and Johnny? Um, is this show gay or should I watch it? Eric? 
JJ's fiance who started the chant to cheer him up was honestly the most beautiful part of the whole show. He's just a human dealing with pressure. Oh, he's just a human dealing with pressure like all the rest of us. Long live the king. Katrina? Truly dazzling animation, especially the fluid and enthralling skating sequences. Wonderful music and a breakthrough from too much contrived drama. By and large, the figure skating community is portrayed as close-knit and supportive. It really allows you to feel good about all the characters. Plus, this is shaping up to be one of the sweetest, most genuine gay romances I've seen in an anime. It is just forever <laughs> that's one of the, So that's one of the, like, the immediate things about the show is that if, they, if the main characters had just come out and been like, yeah, we're just gay dudes falling in love with each other, it'd be a little bit more understandable. Because instead they just, it, it feels completely unnecessary. Like, everything they do feels fake. Can you imagine watching Blue is the Warmest Color, and you're like, I don't know if we're lesbian. <laughs> 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 we're going to get really close a lot. And everyone's like, man, that's beautiful. <laughs> Alright, and Duncan. If this anime was actually Yuri on ice, then I would watch it. <laughs> But sadly, it is actually Yaoi on Ice, so I'm not going to watch it. I guess all the fangirls got lucky with this show, but hopefully there will be a, there will be an anime in the future that is truly Yuri on Ice. Uh, in parentheses. If you know what I mean by Yuri, winky smiley face. So that all of the straight male anime community has something to something like this to enjoy as well. Yeah, poor male anime fans never getting the good we'll end of the story. We'll so never sad. get our figure skating anime. It's so sad. <laughs> That's, uh, it's so weird hearing that comment because, like, to me, like the show isn't gay enough in the way that, like, because, like, I just want them to just be, like, a normal couple, and, like, I guess, like, we were talking about it earlier, that's, like, that's kind of just how anime is with relationships, but it's, like, still, like, even in, like, Sword Art Online and RE0, like, you know when someone's in a, like, relationship, because, like, they've at least expressed, like, pretty clear interest, like, even when they're interacting with each other, it's, like, kind of awkward, but, like, you see, like, their inner monologue, and they've, like, expressed interest or something, but this one is just, like, it's it's so frustrating having it be like teased but never solidified and then yeah like duncan was uh we were also talking about this earlier when yuri's giving a speech about love and he's like oh my god and he's like i love victor but not in a romantic way in a way that's different but not romantic (laughs) but it's love it was always used like as a punchline like i don't know victor was always saying like what do you want do you want me to kiss you no no Never. Or do you want me to be my, your brother, your father, your coach, mm. your lover? <laughs> no, no. But he would just constantly. blush. Like they, yeah. they, they just show up a close up of like his upper cheeks. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. It is frustrating because it feels like like going back to his whole theme of that his like season. Right, being loved, it feels cheapened by the fact that he essentially like moves the goalposts and redefines what he means by love. Because if it would have just been the normal romantic love, like it's weird because that seems like what the show should be. Like that's what show presents itself as, as like, oh, this ultimately there's figure skate happening, 
but the primary subplot that's going on is these two, like Yuri and Victor, are going to form a romantic relationship, and the, the climax of the show will be them like solidifying that relationship or whatever. It seems like it's all building towards that, and that's what the show is about. But like, it feels like it cheapens it by there's by just dancing around it in a weird way. There's just some really weird things about the characters too. Like, it, it, I I for the life of me couldn't really find a reason why Victor would like Yuri. Because all Yuri does when he's around Victor is just fawn over him constantly. And it's, you know, it's possible that Victor's a closet-like egomaniac, right? (laughs) (laughs) Who really enjoys having people idolize him or something. But all of the things he was talking to Yuri about, about like, I love that you surprise me and shit like that. Like, Yuri, Yuri's not a good character, for one. Like, everything he does is, it's really, it's really painful. Like, he gets down on himself super hard for being bad at figure skating, when in reality he starts the show in, like, a national competition, meaning he's already in the top, like, I don't know, 20-ish figure skaters in the world? Mm. How the hell does that person who has, like, a private coach in a foreign country, like, how does he still have those problems? I can see, like, having an anxiety problem on a, on a high-pressure situation at, like, a rink. But having, like, th- crippling problems every time you go out and skate like you think he wouldn't have been a he wouldn't have gotten anywhere close to that level of skill if he had those problems i'm gonna be devil's advocate really quick um victor at one point did comment on that he was saying like it's so weird that yuri still has all these issues of someone who would be at junior or a lower level when it comes to confidence i feel like they're they are trying to highlight like it does seem like he's supposed to have some sort of like anxiety or depression about like he has like self-esteem issues that are highlighted by the fact that he shouldn't be feeling this way and like like she said like victor does acknowledge that whether or not that's effective or not because i think the whole arc is he's supposed to be struggling with anxiety and self-esteem issues and he's overcoming that and that's why Mm -hmm. victor is attracted to him because despite um despite you know his um the obstacles of feeling, you know, anxious when he gets on and skates and always getting down on himself, he's able to, like, move past that and still put on, like, a good show or whatever. But then, like, if you ask, like, why does he do that, his motivation for all of that change is just because he's afraid of losing Victor as a friend slash lover. And that that gets creepy, That gets a little bit weird because so much of Victor's, like, coaching, at least, like, in his, what he's saying as, like, an inspirational speech or whatever, is, like, do really well or else I'm gonna leave and he says it like like oh I'm coaching you so you can get me the medal I can kiss like a lot of it is he's like he's using himself as motivation for Yuri but not in like a supportive way in like a dangling a carrot sort of way which Mm -hmm. is kind of weird but yeah I don't know I feel like that's the teen perspective of love because that's kind of what we see in a lot of tv shows or songs or the person doesn't know how great they are and they just end up idolizing the other person. The other person idolizes them because they don't know how great they are. But it's really weird to see that in a show where they treat, like, like the, they have a very high understanding of the mechanics of figure skating and competitions and the nuances of the actual moves and, and the scoring systems and all that. If they can get that so done right like all of the details of that which are fairly complicated then how do they not get the simple well it's not the simple stuff but how do they not get the other half of it right 
Why is that other half not treated with the same level of attention and detail? And it's frustrating because part of it I really like. Like, I really like... It feels like, to me, it's going... Jumping back and forth between what we're talking about. Like, it's almost like he's... Like, Victor's dangling himself like a carrot in front of Yuri. But at other points, it's like... It's almost in his... Perf- like, the whole theme of his performance is... Sometimes it feels like he's just, like... Why he's doing it and the moves he's doing are, like... He's seducing Victor. Mm-hmm. And, like, to me, that's, like, oh, that's, like, an interesting concept, right? Like, his theme is love, and he's trying to seduce Victor, and it all kind of, like, ties into each other thematically. Mm-hmm. And, like, that part I like more where it's, like, it's not so much... I like it more when it feels like Yuri is seducing Victor rather than Victor being, like, I'll coach you as long as you get me a medal sort of thing. And some of that, it's weird because, like, he like Victor kind of seems like he's joking. It's It's weird because... Because they're not explicit in what they want and what they feel, like you kind of have to parse things out. Yeah. And sometimes you're like, "Are you saying this like being like literal and like are you actually doing this?" I think what would have helped is if, if if during the training, they had shown more episodes of Victor and Yuri going through like specific figure skating related things, so it could show some reason for like. Yuri having untapped potential or something that Victor can draw out as a coach. Because it, it, it was kind of weird watching the two Yuris go their separate paths, because Yuri, the the younger Russian Yuri, who ends up winning, right, he essentially is like, I'm just, I want to win this competition, so I'm going to go under, just do really intensive training, basically, until the competition. And that ends up working out for him and all that, but like... It seems, and obviously, like, Victor and Yuri, other Yuri were doing some sort of training, but it seems like their secret sauce was just all of this inner emotional stuff. Yeah. Which felt weird. Like, it's like your training was just emotional therapy. They actually, like, Victor actually points that out. Like, I don't know what episode it was, but it was right before the Grand Prix final or whatever. He, like, goes through each character and he kind of, like, vo- like, I don't know, he act- literally explains their growth over the whole season like he goes over how yuri finally found like i don't know tapped his emotions but also he like found determination to train himself as a prima ballerina or whatever and he grew also by finding friendship and really understanding what love was and like his like ballet teacher even pointed that one out and the other person uh, the Swiss guy really grew because he figured out that he didn't need Victor there. He could just find his own motivation to keep going. Like, he went through, I don't know. This show didn't really spoon-fed that. <laughs> we needed that. We don't need to actually see character growth. We need to be told character growth. Well, you might need to be reminded of what you already saw in one episode. But it's so short. Like, you can, like, actually see it. It's weird, too. Like, like it's, 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 it's kind of like this show has um, an identity crisis going on where it doesn't really know if it wants to be a show about competitive figure skating or if it wants to be a show about... A romance but it can well, be both. i guess like i would argue like that was kind of the interesting part about the show is like the i thought they did a good job of like it is it is a competitive thing and they're obviously in competitions but just the nature of like this figure skating community that they're presenting it's almost like everyone competes but we we're all friends and we're all kind of doing it just because we like skating. And obviously, I want to win. But like, if I get beaten by you, it's like, like we're still friends. It's not like, 
like, oh, that's cool. It gives me motivation to try harder the next time. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't against that. Like, that was, that was yeah. just kind of, and like, from that, if that's kind of the nature of it, where it's like, these people are at each other's throats, and it's not like there's going to be some big bad guy, or we need a certain one to win because they need to get the money to save their town. Oh, range sure, sure. There's nothing silly like that, but it, it also does, there really is no purpose to the show in that regard, because when you get to the end, the show really does just stop. Yeah, I mean... And it's really abrupt. It doesn't... Yeah. And to me, that's, that goes back to... To me, like, what... Like, it's a show just about skating, and that part doesn't need, in my mind, to have some sort of grand climactic finish outside of the, the tournament, and just the fact that the tournament kind of just ends and people kind of move on with their lives um, reflects the fact that this wasn't like the tournament to end all tournaments. It's just like we do this every year or however long their seasons is. Mm-hmm. To me, like the what it needed to have was, oh, I thought the emotional climax was going to be the fact that Yuri and um, Victor were going to actually end up together. But instead, it, it's kind of this weird thing where it's like, well, now they're going to compete against each other in the next season or next year or whatever. And that's where it kind of fell flat was like, I thought we were going to this certain place, but we didn't. And now we're just left with like, just kind of like a whatever, like it just kind of ends because it's just like a season of ice skating. So it would just end. And, and it's also kind of weird too. Cause it's like, it, it could have like another emotional climax, like, like in Rocky where like rock, like Rocky loses, but it's <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, okay. Cause like his whole goal was just to stand a couple, like stand all rounds or whatever. And it's like, we don't really get that same thing with Yuri, where it's like, you kind of see him grow, but it's just, he constantly reverts back to, like, himself. So it's like, it's like this really, like, staggered growth, where it's like, oh, I'm confident, now I'm not. Oh, I'm confident, now I'm not. And, like, I don't know if that's just because it's, like, of his pressing issues that they're apparently um, underlying, according to that really intense comment, but how we need to analyze everything in the show. But it's just, it doesn't really seem like he himself reaches like an emotional climax either like he doesn't really seem to grow mm-hmm. and then also neither does his relationship with victor so it's just like you're kind of just left yeah it's really weird and i think they they did a little bit of a disservice to it by having his climax as a, as a competitor right like when he sets a world record for the free skate they kind of just it just happens and it happens a little bit too fast they don't really build up to it or show i mean they they it just it just feels like it just kind of happens. Well, because to me the the weird thing is is you have like Yuri, there was not like. It's not like Yuri was a bad skater who then trained really hard and got better. He he was shown to be like a phenomenal skater ever since the beginning. Like it's yeah. literally just a lack of confidence, right? And so the fact that you know. I think that goes, like, what you are asking earlier about, like, why is Victor attracted to Yuri? Like, I think we kind of figure that out in um, episode 10 or whatever, where it's revealed that, like, um, uh, Yuri got really drunk and then, like, did all, like, the dancing and stuff. Because that means that, like, Victor, um, Victor met him before the beginning of, like, the show starts with you know, um, him showing up at the hot springs or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they had met earlier. It's just that Yuri doesn't remember it. But I think Victor kind of like was, um, I don't know, like he was probably charmed by Yuri by that. Like he had seen Yuri being kind of like, really like 
reserved and then he's like really coming out of his shell and I can see like Victor becoming being attracted to that and then after he sees the video he's like oh this kid's actually also super great at skating and also kind of has a thing for me so like like I think like it kind of it makes sense to me where it's like don't you like people more when they like you yeah yeah that was like you know like yeah that, that's how I would see it I guess I don't know it's always nice when people just worship you. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing too. Is it's like, is is like, does Victor like? Everyone's obsessed with Victor. It, Victor just seems to be like soaking that all in. Yeah, he loves it. Well, don't you like Victor? He's all right. He's nice enough. Well, the weird thing is like when he starts talking about his philosophy for competition, he really comes off as a narcissist. Yeah. Because his whole thing is like. Well, I gotta keep them surprised so that they stay interested in me. And so his whole like lifestyle is based around like, you know, I, I keep winning. I'm probably just gonna keep winning. I know what I'll do. I'll shock everybody by going and teaching this kid. And just yeah, it's it's really he weird. Is, he is like a narcissist who just happens to be really charming. But it also makes you wonder, like, you know, Yuri was under the tutelage of a professional coach, and as brilliant as Victor is on the on the skating rink, you think a professional coach would have clearly identified Yuri's problems and f- tried to help him, you know, address those before. He did. Yeah. Well, I, obviously not well enough. <laughs> well, well he's not as they, hot they as did. Victor. I mean. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, it's like, don't you feel better when someone good-looking likes you mm. or takes interest in you? Don't you just, well, like, that's the... a confident booster that you need? That there... just, like, a hot person loving you? There's a, But there's plenty of hot people that could be loving him. You yeah. know, in, in the world, that is. But, but I mean, if they're I mean, not the best skater in the world, when the best skater in the world loves you, but, it just but makes that's, it But that's so part of it. Could, could you imagine a story? I mean, like, I'm trying to think of other stories where it, it'd be like, God, it would be like if in any other sport, right? Like, you were struggling at it, and then suddenly at your doorstep, oh, it's Michael Jordan. It, it could, Why? It could just be that Yuri is has like been always so inspired by Victor. So it's like maybe the coach himself was like probably a better coach. It's just that Victor was like meant more personally to Yuri. So maybe that's why he was like he had the confidence then because he's like, "Oh, this person I idolize like likes me." Well, I guess the reason why I bring it up is because this reminds me of every stupid teen romance. The little ugly duckling doesn't feel good about themselves until, like, the most popular or the coolest person in school (laughs) sweeps them off their feet. It's not, like, a sport thing. Like, this never happens in sport. (laughs) But I'm thinking about, like, literally, like, I feel terrible about myself. All of a sudden, the, like... I'm just thinking about she's all that. The coolest guy in school comes like and fixes her and she feels great about herself after that. Yuri's all that. <laughs> That's what I'm comparing it to and thinking about. I'm not thinking about, I guess, actual sports. Sure. Yeah. And I But that's part of what I mean, like it's a movie that it or a show that doesn't really know what it wants to be. Yeah, cuz yeah, cuz to me like when it's at its best is it's when it is like blending it is blending, like, the visual language of ice skating and, like, the competition that's going on with, like, the sexual energy between uh, Yuri and Victor. To me, that's, like, when it's at its best, and it feels like a lot of times, like, all these, 
things that we've been talking about, especially where like they're like I said, they're kind of like moving the goalposts and what love means, like mm-hmm. really kind of cheapens that for me in a weird way. Like I wish they would go all the way with it, but wishing that they would go all the way with it is something <laughs> that we're gonna say about every single anime. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, if we to, to like to be less negative about the show, there are a few mechanical things that I think it actually does pretty well. Obviously, oh, yeah. obviously, the animation during the figure skating moments is quite good. The fact that you can distinguish different the movement styles of different characters mm-hmm. from each other very cleanly is is really nice. Um, and honestly, I did like a decent amount of the music. I love that there was a vamp track that was actually in 5.8. I've never heard a song in 5.8 in an anime before. Dang. Which is pretty cool. Math rock right here. <laughs> it, wasn't, it was more like jazzy vamp. No, but yeah. Going into, like, um, moving from, like, the characters in the story, like, the actual, like, ice skating, I thought was actually pretty good. It was? I will say, like, some some of the uh, the skating sequences were animated a lot better than others sometimes it was a lot more no, it was weird to, like i kept on mentioning when i was watching it it looked weird to me like i put my glasses on because i was like i'm not sure if it's because i cannot like wearing glasses or if the anime is just weird right now yeah, did the anime like did it get a better budget towards the end because like i was noticing like the first uh first couple of episodes like the ice skating was like it seemed kind of choppy to me unless that yeah. was just it well, reminded me of movement of claymation. Yeah. Hmm. It's because, like, I mean, I'm glad they did it this way, because you have to assume that they did the they did the most, like, frames and animations they could with whatever budget they had. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was glad that they, um, I would rather have, like, low frames of animation, which is what they did, as opposed to a lot of, like, they're zoomed in on the guy's face and the background's just moving and he has some inner monologue. Oh, right. Like, yeah. they continued, like, they would, like, no, this is a fluid motion. It just may look, we might do low frames for this mm-hmm. this one. Which, like, it wasn't, like, like, obviously you'd want to be great animation for all the skate sequences, but I would rather have them continue with, like, motion rather than having, like, those, those frames where it's just, they're kind of, like, mocking movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt like they saved all, like, their animation for, like, the more, like, the main characters doing their dramatic moments as opposed to, like, secondary characters when they were just trying to get through. Yeah. Because they showed consistently, mm-hmm. they, made, they didn't do the full performance, but, like, for every competition, they made sure to show every single um, competitor's right. skate, yeah. even if it wasn't for, like, the whole period. Which... You, you could kind of tell from the competitor's designs, too, who was going to advance and who wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, even then, like, even some of the second, like, like, they all were very, like, visually distinct, and like you said, like, the way they move, like, you could clearly, like, oh, this person skates differently than this other person. Like, mm-hmm. they all kind of have their own way of doing it, in a way that didn't seem, like, like, it felt more realistic, like you said, yeah. more nuanced, as opposed to, like, really dramatic anime stuff. Well, they also had very different builds, right? Yeah. A lot of the, 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 the older, um, the older guys who were competing were a decent amount taller and had you know like broader shoulders larger upper bodies etc right and it actually changed the things that they were shown to be doing mm-hmm. right they also had their kiss and cry animals yeah they all <laughs> oh had them. god yeah how did you all feel about like some some of the secondary characters having like just inner monologues while they skated like I, I didn't really care like about the American guy or like some of the ones are funny like the guy who came all the time 
on this on the ring, and then um, JJ. JJ like, is so like good. they had some like pretty <laughs> funny inner monologues, but like the the little kid that like idolized Yuri or like like just hearing these kind of random characters that they're not gonna really develop ever. Like they just kind of thrown in and then they're just gone. And having them have inner monologues was kind of weird to me. It was like. The inner monologues were either kind of boring and so-so, but then there were ones like J- um, JJ's, which were just, like, amazing. <laughs> so, like, to me, it was the... They, when they were having... It seemed like they were having fun with it was when it was the best. Mm-hmm. Like, my favorite secondary character was the, the Russian with pointy hair, like, when he oh, was, yeah. like, trying to get over his ex-lover. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was, was pretty good. so ridiculous. <laughs> like, I don't know, like... It seemed like they were keeping the secondary characters around because, like, we saw Korea. I don't even know his name. Like, he got all excited when he saw a certain jump. Like, next year is going to be interesting. So, like, the secondary characters seem like they're going to come back if there's a second season. Oh, yeah. I mean, presumably, like, the way you would do this show, and if you had multiple seasons, is, like, you set up all the characters so then the next time they have a... a that was it like the china cup or whatever mm-hmm. and then you have all like, these characters they already been introduced so you kind of know like the stakes i think if i was going to make this show what i would do is i would start with a fairly large pool of characters and make them kind of make them as interesting as possible i would probably go the, the route of like pointy hair guy and jj style mm-hmm. and i would just have each episode be about one of the skaters and then, I, and then make it somewhat more episodic, but then, then you have a little bit more of a, one, you can reduce the amount of time you actually spend on the competition, and you can develop some more narratives about the characters, so it's more than just, you know more about them than just whatever they were monologuing while they were yeah. skating. But also, because I think that would be more, I think but watching an, epi- an episode of a JJ show would be more interesting than watching an episode of a Yuri show. But what would their stories be? Like, what would be interesting about them to where it wouldn't go into, like, what we see on, like... Um, the weird voice singing shows, like where they all of a sudden go in the background of like, this person's married to someone with cancer and they're gonna <laughs> sing their best for them tonight. And it's like, just like. So I, guess- I mean, like, the thing that you could do is you could do, like, instead of monologuing that whole, like, him skating to get his girlfriend back, you just make an, a, a crazy episode about him, like, and his antics of going after this girl. You don't have to make it necessarily, like, uh, super dramatic of. Oh, I'm doing this. You know, just basically live out what the what the crazy monologues were like. JJ basically going around saying like, "Oh, here I'm putting together this band <laughs> so I can be the best." You know, it's a band about go. me That's, being king. Yeah, you don't. You know, it's basically you're taking that. You know, <laughs> I loved in his monologue when he's like, "I'm not a prince. I'm, I'm a, a king." king. <laughs> <laughs> See, I guess like I would argue that one of the things that kept the show from getting like what kept the show exciting and kept from me getting bored in a lot of ways that I do with other anime is if they were just to focus on one character or an episode like what makes it interesting is like JJ's inner monologue was like like an eighth of that episode like it's like snapping you get a lot like you, the competition happens and everyone has like a little moment and so you're getting like a lot of different things and it never feels like it overstays its welcome what I would like to see is more stuff like when they're in Barcelona where we're gonna have episodes of the competitions where you know, you see all the skaters skate, and they have, like, you know, a little bit each, right? But then, like, I like it where if characters were to, like, kind of separate, and they get to see little side stories with a couple of them hanging out and having a little adventure in this city. Because, like, this show lends itself to, you could have a bunch of different adventures in very various locations, 
Like, they go all over the world. Like, why can't we just have, like, a silly misadventure here and a silly misadventure there? And a lot of the characters... You learn about the characters through them kind of, like, hanging out with each other, I guess. Yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of a waste to, like, have them go across the world and then not actually use those settings. Like, you, you pretty much just, like, oh, we're in Hong Kong. But I don't know, like, I don't know if that this was them trying to keep or stay true to actual, like... Uh, competitive sports like when you're going to a competition do you have like actual downtime or are you just training and resting like are you just staying at the hotel I'm not sure if that that's why they chose not to go with that because I feel like mm-hmm. they did keep mm-hmm. pretty accurate with how the actual sport goes to where they wouldn't want to be like we're running around all day going around China because that can be really tiring well right. like what I know about like a little bit about like Olympic athletes is they like will have like crazy parties and stuff like that. Yeah, like, but that's between. like the but that's, that's the like Olympics. yeah, that's, that's Olympics and like they have the Olympic Village and like there's all these crazy stories. But normally it's like right after they've got done competing. Oh, okay. And it's um, this is like what they've said that this is the one time that they get to kind of like get together and have like these crazy parties and stuff like that. And another thing, speaking on the setting, uh, this is, uh, so for Barcelona, and that was actually because I, I was in Barcelona last year, but I was actually really impressed with how, like, realistic and accurate they were in terms of depicting all of those sites in Barcelona. Like, none of those sites that they did were, like, made up. They were all, like, down to the T, pretty accurate in terms of what you'd see in Barcelona, which I thought was kind of cool. Like, if you were to take a holiday in Barcelona, it wouldn't, it would look similar to that, yeah. Which I think, like, to me, that's what, like, that's a, that's, when watching that show, I want there to be, like, romance between, like, the dudes and whoever, and I want there to be interesting locations that, like, give me, like, a sort of realistic picture of what that country or that place is like, and I want, like, the ice skating to be, like, you know, like, I want to learn about ice skating by watching the show. And I feel like it did some of those things well at points. Yeah, and I think that's where the monologuing came in, right? The inner monologuing is that as a substitute for trying to explain in terms of all the technique and everything and, you know, the actual thing of saying like, oh, well, you know, when you're practicing on ice skates to do this because you have these ice skates and you want to do this technique, you have to work on this stuff. Um, I, I'm guessing that they, they the route they went is that, oh, the emotion you communicate through your ice skating is being represented in the inner monologue. Mm-hmm. So. And I guess that comes down to the choice to show all of the skating routines right because they could they could have decided to just show like the top competitors yeah yeah they didn't have to show everybody but hey and to me like that's that is like a really the fact that they showed so many different competitors with different routines but like and they were able to distinguish them in a way that didn't feel like cheap they didn't feel like Mm -hmm. a shonen anime level of like 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 really absurd like they all have like a gimmick like nothing felt really gimmicky it was like yeah the fact that i could distinguish them and i wasn't getting bored and i was interested in seeing the different skaters skate in their kind of unique way i feel like that was a that's a very impressive thing to pull off through animation right and and and, and the the subtleties in the individual skaters strengths and weaknesses actually showed pretty well probably because you got to see each skater skate multiple times but you actually knew who was good at doing the jumps, who was good at doing the steps, right? And and it showed, like, I remember, like, watching multiple times, like, if you, when Yuri does the routines at the very beginning, he's always missing, I think, like, the, the Satchlau jump or something like that, like a triple or quadruple Satchlau. Sao Cow. 
Sao Cao. I don't know skating. But then he gets like, like after three or four episodes, he starts hitting it and then can hit it for like the rest of the show. And it's not shown at all. It's not really shown to be like a big thing, but it's an interesting and nice little detail. Yeah. yeah. But the thing that I think it definitely captured, especially, you know, I, I, I'll admit I got a little bored like watching the performances over and over again. But the one thing I did like was that it captured the real essence of watching figure skating. And that was uh, for sort of holding your breath for when they land their jumps or whatever like because you didn't know like yeah. i i you never you never knew if he was gonna miss it or if he was gonna land it or whatever for any of them because all of them were being shown and i i, I really i appreciated that i think yeah. no, when watching the show the 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 thing that kept crossing my mind is i wish like like fighting anime would be more like this because it felt like during when they were skating like you were saying is you never knew because like they did a very good job of making it like the jumps feel very weighty and the fact that you didn't know if they were going to mess them up or not because you saw everyone fumble in different ways like sometimes they'd crash sometimes they'd fall sometimes they would just like overturn or like land slightly incorrectly and so that like kept you on edge in a way that you didn't really know what was going to happen and the other thing was like going back to the fact that they chose to not have like, there might be a couple, I can't remember any off the top of my head, but, like, where they don't have, like, the mock movement where they're just showing, like, a freeze frame with, like, a moving background. It was, like, keeping everything, like, the movement continuous, like, made that a lot more engaging. And then they, they even did things where, like, the camera's, like, swooping around in, like, a very dramatic and active way that made it feel like like momentum and movement felt like a very important aspect of the show mm-hmm. in a way, like... Like, most anime that has, like, sword fighting or superpower fighting, like, doesn't, like, it feels, it doesn't feel, like, active. Well, the, I think there was a very immersive quality of the figure skating in that it really felt like you were watching figure skating on TV. Yeah. Alright, so I think we take a break and we come back for a little more. So, <clears throat> getting back to things, what did you guys think about like a lot, how the characterization of a lot of the ice skaters and how it was handled? Do you guys feel positively or negatively about, like especially a lot of the secondary characters? I mean, obviously Victor and Yuri, you, you learn quite a bit about. Honestly, I like the secondary characters more than the main characters. Yeah, I feel the same way. Where, yeah, it felt like. Well, I mean, it had a lot to do with the fact that like they did because they didn't commit to the. Uh, like this is a weird thing where it's like. Because I didn't commit to the relationship, I, like, felt myself just, like, holding back. Like, I don't want to get re- invested in this, like, fake, weird relationship. So it was just, like, I would rather focus my attention on the secondary characters. I like that they didn't play any sort of weird stereotypes. Like, they didn't make, like, the Canadian a super, like, you know, meek, apologetic guy. They didn't make... <laughs> <laughs> they got JJ. <laughs> You know, they didn't make uh, the American guy this, like, blonde, blue-eyed guy, but they made him, like, Spanish, and, you know, that, that was nice. Yeah, it was, it was kind of cool. Like, the secondary characters all had, like, very distinctive personalities, but it wasn't, like, uh, like the usual anime thing where it's, like, they have, like, a trait that, like, makes them kind of weird. It's, like, they're just, like, human beings with, like, normal personality traits, so they're just going to be a little bit different. 
Like, it wasn't a haircut or an outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a, like, I'm American, and my thing is I eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> like, that's my uh, trait. I guess except for the one, uh, the Christopher dude, who just, his only thing about him was that he was really sexual when he was on the ice. That was a little bit weird. So a part of me is, like, okay with that, because if his theme is, like, about sexual lust, which I, I, don't, I can't remember if that was literal, his thing. Like, wasn't it, was it not lust was his official? I thought so, yeah. yeah. Official thing, yeah. yeah. Then that, you know, I, I, I can see how that would be, like, in terms of, like, the theme they chose is, their, is representative of their character. So if this guy was just a super horny dude all the time, you know, I can, I can be okay with that. Yeah, I kind of like liked him because it didn't feel like he was super sexual, but I felt like a part of him as opposed to that being his only characteristic. Yeah. Like he was kind of just like, like you got the sense that he was older and like like he was kind of like one of the senior dudes that had more in common with Victor than like the younger skaters, mm-hmm. I guess. So it's like uh, I'm like the senior in high school, so I'm gonna hang out with a guy who recently graduated as opposed to all these freshmen because now I feel a little bit like. Um, a little bit too old, I guess, to be hanging out with them. And I, I, I did, I did actually kind of like, like they didn't hang out that much, but it was kind of fun to see Victor and Chris's kind of relationship to each other because they are on more of a similar. Yeah, they seemed like they were like they were friends because, like you said, like yeah, they're they're similar age and they have a history together. Their poolside poses. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's yeah. just a lot of Instagram. And uh, there was so room. much social <laughs> media. <laughs> I felt like, yeah, they're doing a bunch of Snapchat. There was constantly like the selfie stick everywhere. Well, that was like the the a kid from yeah. Thailand's like main thing is he loved taking selfies. Well, like, like not just like that was everybody had a selfie stick. Yeah, did Yuri even have like an Instagram account? Like, I feel like his Instagram account like had like the blank kind of like. Um, silhouette and there's like zero posts following four people or something following the only people who yeah. considered his friends <laughs> the guy from thailand i mean i guess they all are kind of celebrities that, yeah. oh that's yeah. true so in that sense it kind of makes sense yeah it, this show it <laughs> it's pretty obvious that like it's targeted at like girls from the ages of like 12 to like 15 i like, guess <laughs> like it's target audience it feels like yeah I mean, I mean that, not in, like, an overtly terrible way, but you can be, like, oh, like, from the opening theme to, like, a lot of, like, the social media aspects. Yeah. I mean, without going, like, because I don't exactly know what girls 12 to 15 like, but I do know that, like, in watching the show, I kind of had to have the reservation of, you know, a lot of the things I don't like about it, it's just because the show is not a show that was targeted to me. Yeah, yeah but, and that's what it feels like. In this show, it doesn't feel like I can, like, can recognize it. It doesn't necessarily ruin the show for me but there are parts of the show where just like oh i'm just gonna have to like look over this aspect because it feels like it's there just to reach a certain audience yeah and and it's like that in 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 that sense like if i was gonna do a recommendation no recommendation on the show it'd definitely be like if you're a this kind of person or really into ice skating you'll probably love the show Mm. and i guess that kind of brings it to me like back to the relationship between yuri and victor because that's like not like the relationship is is just queer baiting and just for like tumblr people to be like look at this we can ship these people it's like 
It's like Sherlock, but with more sexual tension. <laughs> we can, oh my god. We can ship these people. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so well here. Well, okay. Here's the. I mean, here. So, like, I agree that this is definitely queer baiting between Victor and Yuri, and there's no doubt, uh, based on reading the comments on the internet, that their relationship was one of the main reasons why people like Yuri and Ice. My my only thing, and this is something that I thought more about as we came over here, but it was like, what if you had taken out instead of it, Victor being a male, what if Victor was a woman? Or what if Yuri was a girl and Victor was a guy? Then, you know, would it be as much of a discussion now? And, like, a part of me thinks that it wouldn't have been so much of a discussion if it was Victor being a guy and Yuri being a girl. And I think that that's probably what Tumblr would come back and say is that, oh, you guys are just being overly sensitive about this because there's the, you know, there's the, the, homos, uh, the homosexual aspect of it. But if this was a heterosexual relationship... You know, this would just be charred up as, oh, this is another anime thing. Because they're unwilling to commit to each other, right? It's like the same, you know, thing that we've seen for a lot of them. They they do a lot of suggestive stuff. They're really close, but are they in a relationship or are they not? Like, you're saying it's, it only seems special because it's two guys. Right. Yeah. No, that's the only reason why we're... That's why we're... I, Oh, sorry. And I mean that. I mean that's just something that I I sort of thought about as I was considering that. You know, because I, I, to me I didn't like it either, but I didn't like it because it felt distracting from like other parts of it. Like if you want to build sort of like a good uh, relationship between your friends, you know, whatever thing like that, that's one thing. But you know, to make it into this weird sort of again gay baiting type thing, that seems weird to me. But if it was a guy girl relationship, would I have had so much issue with it? I think it was just the fact that, like, sorry, uh, jumped into free, but, um, just the comments, like, where he would actually go and be like, do you, he would go through, like, the different things that he could be and just stopped at, like, do you want me to kiss you? And then the fact that he would go, no, 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 I feel like that question wouldn't come up if it was a guy, girl type, like, those types of things being slipped in wouldn't have come up. Mm. I think if it were, like, if Yuri was a girl, there wouldn't be this coach, like, directly flirting. Or, like, that where they're having those conversations about, like, where he's, like, about to go on the ice. Like, there was, like, really heavy flirting. Like, they could have, like, there wouldn't have been that if it was a guy-girl. I feel like they would have had it be more like, I don't like you or I don't like you type situation. Not so much, like, we're on the verge of kissing, but we're... Yeah, that's interesting. Like, like the idea that sexual tension. because it's just dudes, they're allowed to be very forward with each other. But if there are girls involved, it feels like they are more reserved. They're not allowed to be as explicit with what. It would just get really creepy. Well, Which is no, a part because of it. like they, no, no, Victor's I think Victor's not like he's not like overtly well, creepy. No, I'm not talking specifically about Victor. I mean, if we had a hypothetical scenario where it was a situation with. Um, if Yuri was a girl, for example, right? What would get creepy about that is you have a scenario where it, it, it's it's not creepy as much as it is bad. It follows the more of the bad rom-com style of things where, like, as Katrina mentioned earlier, like, suave guy comes help, comes helps, comes and helps out, like, shy, naive girl or something like that, right? And I guess that's the whole point I'm making, right? Is that if this was a heterosexual thing, this would have been something that we'd be, you know, be talking about much more than, oh, this is a rom-com thing. But because there's a homosexual aspect to it, well, it's they become also, more of a point of conversation. It's also because it was so non-committal. I think we, we all kind of agreed that, like, if they had just straight up been 
gay dudes being mm. gay dudes, it would have been totally fine. But the fact that they, you know, go around that is it's, it's it just gets annoying. I I guess my my problem with it is it's like with like a rom com, you're still telling like a romance story, and with this one, it's like it didn't seem like they were telling this story. It's like these scenes were so the audience could like milk like just like they would just love it they're like oh look we're being like so cool we've got this gay relationship but we're not going to commit to it and i guess that was just my problem is that it was like it wasn't it didn't feel like it was for the story it felt like it was like a nod to the audience to be like look look at us Mm -hmm. we got that we got this gay relationship Mm. yeah and it was i don't know i guess it was kind of weird like and even when you walked out on ice it was he was seducing victor as technically a woman so I feel like that was kind of like that like that was kind of interesting like he learned to move like a woman and he was seducing him like as a pork cutlet bowl but like still he wasn't like he was (laughs) (laughs) that's like what he was doing like (laughs) he was a woman like pork cutlet bowl or whatever I I think the moment I knew I didn't like Yuri as a character was when he and like Victor was with him and other Yuri and was like what is it that you guys want to get out of figure skating? And other years, like, well, I want to win championships. And then this year, like, Japanese year, he just gets all bright-eyed and is like, I just want to eat food with you. And you're like, grow the fuck up, please. <laughs> Have, like, a real motivation. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, is uh, so is gender identity another one of those things that we can talk about for this anime? Because I feel like for the themes and everything that went into this anime, that they sort of... Uh, approached it probably a little better than most other animes that we've seen so far in terms of like um, whenever we saw Victor, whenever we saw there's alternating things like they you know clearly make the the men very beautiful and more feminine looking right, but then they go almost cross sort of a line in terms of when Victor has the long hair right or uh, what's his Yuri or whatever does his hair up in the braids and all that stuff and. Um, was there anything really there in terms of, is this anime really moving the, uh, discussion in terms of gender identity or not so much? Is that just sort of a thing that went in with how this played up to the audience? I was thinking more that that's less a statement and more just kind of the culture of ice skating. That's kind of, that's kind of how I was interpreting it. Cause like when Victor was talking about like his long hair and stuff and he's like, yeah, I like kind of had this androgynous look. It didn't really seem to me like he was like, I am an androgynous person. It was just kind of more this, like, this is kind of this culture of ice skating, and this is kind of, like, part of my performance. That's kind of how I interpreted it. That's how I'm, like, that's who I was being that, I guess, season or whatever. Just kind of like how, um, I guess, the other year, Russian Yuri was really practicing his ballet and everything like that. It wasn't so much that he was, like, becoming a ballerina. It was just part of... His training. Yeah, the prima ballerina was his focus or whatever. I mean, what you can say, like, what I would say about it is it doesn't seem like the show casts any judgment on anyone's, like, like how they present themselves. Or it doesn't even feel like it comments on it, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, or, like, people's, like, sexuality or anything. It's just, like, things just are, which is, like, that's, I mean, that's cool. But, yeah, I did feel like the reason why people look the way they did was that was the character that they were personifying that season because i mean like you're like uh victor goes from like he has like the super long hair and looks very effeminate to like when he cuts his hair he just like he looks like a pretty like masculine dude so it feels like it is kind of like people are putting on like a stage act 
Well, it's like the guy with the eye makeup. Like, he was <laughs> yeah. becoming, like, the, I don't know, he was embodying, like, the Sleeping Beauty's, like, music with uh, waking oh, up yeah. the princess or, like, cursing the princess because he was so angry in the first <laughs> one and then <laughs> trying to save the princess in the second one. That was, like, the story he was telling or whatever. Oh, this is weird, because now... Yeah, I kind of don't know what to make of it. Because it's hard to distinguish between this, like, is it... Because it, it is frustrating from the perspective of... Like, it feels like like what you were saying, Johnny, where they're just, like, nodding to the audience. Like, you know what this means. You've read fan fiction before. We're putting <laughs> this in here for you. Like, is that because... Like, is that... How much of that is just the language of anime, and ha or how much of that is um, like like a Japanese culture thing where we don't want to have like explicit romance in our shows? Like that's just something not like a thing that is normal. Because I can't even like just off the top of your heads, what can you guys think of like romance in anime? And what I mean by romance, it's not something that's like abstractly alluded to, but like explicit in nature. Because I mean, there is stuff like. Um, you see, uh, like, uh, what's, oh yeah, like JJ's parents, they're obviously together sure. and they're in like a relationship and they're pretty good. I like that his, his, that's like the best that his parents are his coaches. <laughs> like, it makes yeah. so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> and that they had to be because whenever he had other coaches, they didn't let him like play his own music or shit <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> like, I love, oh, like, it's so good how he, they set him up to be like, Oh, this guy is just like kind of like you just like your first gut instinct's like okay, this guy's like the way over dramatic, way too into himself, kind of like foil bad guy of the show, uh -huh. right? But then you're like, oh no, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> like you, because the more you're like, like you may be a little self obsessed, but you're very like, you're very genuine in how <laughs> self obsessed you are, and like you're not like m overly mean to people. Mm -hmm. No, it just seems like it seems like he's always just like making fun. Like the the, the I, I I really like the moment, and this kind of goes back to the discussion before as well. Like Victor and Yuri going get rings, and and somebody at the table is like, "Oh my God, you're married!" And, and Victor's like, "No, we're saving that for after." <laughs> and then JJ out of nowhere just comes in and is like, "Sorry, I was actually gonna win gold to get married first. <laughs> like, and then, and then even though you were in left. this restaurant, JJ. Because <laughs> part of me is like sees that and it's like kind of sad because it almost feels like JJ wants to be like he wants to be friends with everyone, but because of his personality, he has a hard time like toning it down and not like like putting people off sort of thing. <laughs> Like, he just wants to hang out there. Like, he's sad when everyone leaves. Like, yeah. why, is, why is everyone going? Because like, you see it, too, because, like, when he says it, he's, like, not meaning it, like, with any ill will. He's just trying to, like, make a joke. Yeah. But because of his, yeah, character, it's just kinda, it just kind of comes off a little bit extreme. <laughs> the weird thing is, like, it's seeing him in that situation seems oddly real. Like, it's just, like, I can picture somebody being like that, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that would happen. Everybody would leave. Mm -hmm. The weird thing is I kind of expected Victor's character to be more like JJ's character. Because mm, yeah. given all of the bravado and arrogance that JJ has, you know, he's not the five-time gold medal winning 
Superman that Victor is made out to be. What's weird is I do have a hard time. But JJ's 19, and he just, like, isn't this his second year? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the the things that, like, I kept forgetting about JJ is because of the way they draw him, he looks a lot older. Like, he looks as old as um, the, the Swedish guy mm-hmm. and Victor, but he's actually younger than Yuri. So it's like, you have to really, like, it makes more, puts things in perspective where it's like why he chokes in that final round. It's like, oh, it's probably because he's actually super young. But he's also engaged. I mean, yeah, I know whatever. a bunch of people who are married. It's not the craziest thing. But also had, you know, rock bands and <laughs> <That's true>. figure <laughs> skating going. Accomplished 19 year old. Yeah. The thing is, I wonder what other songs that rock band could have made. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he made it just for that one specific song that he wanted. I'm not sure if there's any other subject. No, they have a whole through. album. It's called Watch the Throne. <laughs> Watch the Throne. <laughs> I, I love the, the shot of him like in his monologue. It's just like a still, and it's like really quick of him singing. He's like shirtless, <laughs> and the band's behind him. And I'm just like, this is so good. <laughs> I liked that in that shot, he had a tramp stamp. <laughs> oh, he did. That's right. Oh, JJ, JJ is the man. JJ is the best. Oh God. <laughs> oh, JJ's perfect. He's the king. But yes, so that like sort of off track. But can anyone think of like a like a, a romance that starts in the anime and is actually kind of explored in any sort of way? Like there has to be one. I've Full Metal Alchemist, right? Ooh. With Edward and uh, Winnie. Yeah, but Winry. I guess Winry. That, it, it's it just alluded to at the very end. What about Hawkeye and uh, Mustang? They don't actually. They, end up yeah, they don't that, actually end up together. No, that's oh, okay. that's very um. That that always seemed really like friendship. Like they never yeah, felt they like they almost a... play that off as like they're just like they have each other's back. Like, like it's. Have, it's almost sibling-esque well i want to say it's like more like ward and like you know he took over as kind of being a parent like her father died and i don't know he was older and they Mm -hmm. were had like that kind of like ward there's relationship what's her name the teacher with the dreadlocks who has like her i think her womb is like gone or it's like hmm. i think her intestines are i don't know it's, right. it's not super explicit but like the one that has her insides oh yeah, 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 gone yeah. Because, and like her and her husband have an interesting and fun relationship but, but again, we don't see much it older and we don't see it start yeah. to so are you asking oh sorry um are you asking explicitly about like relationships starting and then starting and then continuing oh okay well i mean action anime is not going to be the spot for that oh. you know like the best action anime couple i can think of is isaac and miria from bacano yeah, that's and a pretty strong one, but yeah. yeah, and it's not. It has no romantic connotations at all, really. I mean, we <laughs> see it in like, I mean, it's a terrible show, but like we like in sort of online, like they oh, do. Sort of no, online has to have an actual no. like it's ter- like it's not a good relationship, <sighs> but for the sake of argument, it's a relationship that starts. Well, and uh, then and then oh, shit. technical difficulties. <laughs> Are we good? Yeah, we're okay. good. Okay, <laughs> it starts from nothing, and then they're married and have um, an AI baby, so... But that doesn't actually explore any, like, I don't know, it's not like a normal relationship where, like, you actually see... That's kind of the closest one, you're right, because it's... I mean, you're right, you don't see anything. 
it's kind of a similar thing in uh Uran Ice where it's like they will like play out the steps like it, like Victor and um Yuri they exchange like engagement rings and they like go to kiss each other on multiple occasions but they don't like it almost feels like hollow gestures where it's like the similar thing in Star Online where it's like we're gonna go buy a house and have a child together but it's, it's almost like it's all play and it's not it's not like an actual thing it's like, just going too far versus not going too far enough and and I guess that's why I really did like those first couple of episodes because it felt like to me when I was watching those it felt kind of like a starting of a relationship because it's like Yuri's kind of becoming more confident and then like he has that first time skating and it's like he's seducing Victor and I was like oh so it is gonna build up but then it just kind of stayed at that point like it seemed like they like showed at least to me how I was interpreting it is like there's that kind of mutual attraction that kind of starts and then it slowly ramps up and they're like never mind it's not there actually are relationships too intimate is that like what it is like I'm just wondering like what is that just culturally like you can't like, I don't know. I have no like, idea. That's a personal like, thing between two people that doesn't need to be... Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, are, like, okay, if you were go outside, you would see PDA. You'd see people holding hands or kissing or stuff like that around here. I'm just wondering, is that something that doesn't happen? Are, like, relationships, like, that's between you and your partner. We don't care what you do behind a closed door. We're not going to show it. You guys can fill in the blanks. I mean, I imagine that there are genres that have romance but we've we've watched almost entirely action shows i mean like i mean for this show more or less yeah but like i've seen like i've seen i feel like from mm. like a wide variety of different there's clonad <laughs> like that was so that was what was groundbreaking about this the after story was the fact that they explicitly got together and then it was showing their lives going forward and the the fact that that's, like, groundbreaking is kind of weird, but I guess... Clan is not super old. Um, well, like, in... I don't know if it's a romantic relationship, but, like, in Trigon, in Trigon the, um... Was it Millie and the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have, Wolfwood. Wolfwood. They have crushers yeah. on each other. And so, like, but you... It, well, they also, you know, they, they sleep together They do the sleep end. together, yeah. So that's good. <laughs> well, so, okay, so this goes back to an argument that and I'll make. And then sad. Oh, <laughs> sad, yeah. Because this goes back to an argument I'll make where I think it's really important that, like, um, fiction and that has adults in it, like, there is, like, sexual tension and there are, like, sexual relationships because if you have this whole world where all the adult characters, like, appear asexual, that, that makes it feel very cold and inhuman. Well, we're also, I think, older than the target audience for most of our shows well it's yeah i mean yeah i mean the other thing is like like yuri's like literally our age and victor's older yeah but you come from a different crowd like i'm gonna argue well, yeah, but... like you are a person who is sexually active um you're kind of well no i'm just saying <laughs> wow, <chicka>, wow. <laughs> i'm just saying like you come from a completely like as I said, like, I have a good portion of friends who haven't had their first kiss, and this is a completely different culture, that, like, or background that you kind of come from. Like, there are a lot, like, this might be appeasing to everybody who hasn't, like, I don't know, 
I mean, that could be it, where it's like, this is for people who haven't engaged in any sort of romantic relationship, and this is just, this meets them where they're at, I guess, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then well, why you, oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to try and say, like, I don't know how sexually active, like, Jap- like, young Japanese people are. Like, most of them still live with their parents up until they're married, right? So, like, that's what I'm saying. Kind of I guess to, I guess what like, what makes it weird lifestyle of I, I I guess I would say that I mean that because you're definitely right and especially with Japan dealing with their whole aging crisis and less people are dating because more people are just staying at home being taken care of and then inheriting their family's house um, and then by then they're like super old but uh, I, I I mean I think to Duncan's point I would say that regardless of where you are in life I think it's important to be able to demonstrate that we as humans no matter if you're japanese or american or whatever like we all there is sexual tension there is regardless of whether you're at that stage yet you can at least recognize that around you uh whether it's dis um displayed appropriately or not there is sexual tension because that's part of the human experience right and the part i would the part that i'll definitely argue is in this show we see a bunch of like like 23 and older like well into the age of being sexual active like uh, I don't know what that was just like <laughs> uh, characters who are much older and like for from what we see of them they appear very sexually active like speaking about Victor what's the Swedish guy's name? Chris, Chris mm-hmm. and Yuri like we literally see Yuri and Chris pole dancing together <laughs> and then like their um victor and chris are like posing like in like speedos by the pool like these characters are so so super sec in super sexual situations they're just like but then they're too reserved to actually have a relationship with each other seems very strange to me i guess it feels like there's a dissonance there where it's like these characters from what i'm seeing appear like they should be doing one thing but instead, like, they're, like, not. Like, they're really sidestepping. And, that, and that, is, that is kind of weird, because I was just thinking, too, it's, like... Because it's, like, it seems like they made that cognizant choice to do that, because, like, characters like Yurio and, like, um, the kid with, like, the red streak, like, they're seen as, like, younger and, like, not, like, yeah. sexual. And so it, like, seems like they made that active choice to make the older characters sexual, but then not actually have them be... Because I actually like that, where it's, like... All the characters that are of age, like, of the age that you'd expect them to be sexual, appear more sexual. Like, yeah. even um, JJ is getting, like, he's he's engaged, he has, like, a girlfriend, right? Like, we're seeing, like, oh, they're in relationships, um, like, the Italian guys, like, he's fighting off guys because they don't, he doesn't want them to touch his <laughs> sister, right? Like, all the older characters have, like, sexual drive. And, like, the younger characters don't. And I really like that. The fact that they're not sexualizing the younger characters. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're sexualizing the people who you'd pres- presume would be having sex. Which is, like, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not... The good part about this show is it's not creepy and I don't feel gross about it at all. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And, like, the prob- like my whole thing is, like, I want them to go the step further... Like, it, it's fine. I guess it's fine that it's not. Like, it's not... I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's not wrong that they're not doing it. It's more just kind of frustrating. And I feel like, for me as a person, I would enjoy this more if they would take it all the way. Well, and, like, I don't know. I kind of... 
we and you were talking, which med- led me to actually, like, looking up the political, like, I was just kind of curious about, like, how did people feel about LGBTQ in Japan? And, like, they have, a much, like, 56% of the population is pro. Only 34 or something like that are feel like it's not okay to be openly homosexual. And, like... Technically, there isn't, like, an overarching law or whatever protecting um, people in same-sex relationships, but people don't care what you do, but they, the way it was worded was, like, it's fine to do every, any, whatever in private. Mm. And, like, I'm just wondering if the climate is just, like, everything's okay in private, so we're just not going to show anything because mm. that's for behind the closed door. Yeah, like, for all intents and purposes, this could have been super progressive. Like, this is the furthest they can actually go for, like, a mainstream kind of popular thing, maybe? But I don't know. Well, and the, but it, but we already talked about it. Like, it's... Yaoi is a genre. But it's, like... I feel like Yaoi isn't, like, progressive. No, no, like, I agree. But what I mean by I that is that, like, to, to suggest that, like, oh, this was the first time... Well, I mean, I guess... shown in a popular TV show. I don't I know, know if Yaoi gets, like... Like, it's not, like, mainstream in the same way. Like, it might not be prime time. Like, yeah, I'm pretty I sure no Your on Ice is, like, prime time anime. Like, that's, mm. that's like, as mainstream as you could get. And I guess that kind of makes sense, too, because I, I was about to ask, I was like, it's weird that it is kind of marketed towards the audience. It is, because there are parts that seems like it could be marketed toward older, since it, like, does have older characters. And so I guess that could be kind of that dissonance is, like, they like also like okay this is a show that needs to make money so like instead of like having it be this kind of like adult show we're gonna have it in this kind of weird middle it does feel like they're trying to they made this show for a wider audience and like they're like there are parts that feel targeted to certain groups but like overall it feels like it can like it feels like a like a show that was written for older people but then they had they put things in it specifically to grab a younger audience or people in that like kind of specific fandom, which you know I don't really like fandoms a whole lot, so like, <laughs> I can see why like I wouldn't be as into that. But it wasn't so glare. I mean, it was it was glaring, but it wasn't so in the way that felt like it completely bogged down the whole show. I guess for me. Uh, now I'm now like I really want to research for like relationships in anime that is well i mean it it really depends on the genre right like for example you have uh you you do have like i can think of three animes that are specifically around like people you know getting together right it's the the princess and the wolf or whatever that high school about the girl the really straight girl and then the like kind of wild guy and then another one is like your voice i can't hear your voice or something like that and then there's a, there's a third one but i mean like so those are those are very high school like but those basically explore it's they're not harms or anything like that but they basically explore two people who through a series of misunderstandings or whatever don't will eventually like you know get together so the relationship stuff works it does exist in anime but it is sort of like yeah handled differently when it comes to genres outside of that deal specifically with that which is that the rom comedy type thing are you talking about inuyasha no, it's uh <laughs> I can like, see how <laughs> Because like the guy the guy That's her example of a great relationship. No, no, the guy, the guy had 
he had that nickname because he was like a delinquent in uh, uh, high school. Okay, I was like, um, well, I mean, like, I well, that's what like he said, wolf and girl. Like, no, I mean, girl. it's no, that's I mean, that's, that's, that's fair. pretty fair. <laughs> like, uh, like another popular one is uh, Toradora. Um, I don't know if you guys, you guys probably haven't seen this one, but that's basically about these two guy, this this guy and this girl, and they're trying to help each other hook up with their true loves, and then basically at the end of it. They realize that building their relationship together, getting to know each other, and helping them strategize to get with their true love, they they fall in love with each other, mm. right? Again, this is another high school one. <laughs> but they like, does it end with them like like kissing, being like, "Oh, I like you," and then just ends, and then uh, but, yes. But I feel like that's for that that's one anyway. Fine, I guess. My, there's my love story. Uh, that's sort of like a comedy. Say I love you uh, is another one. I guess it's just, it's kind of weird, though, because I feel like that's kind of just common in most media, though. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like, how good is, like, Western love stories that aren't in a romance setting? Like, how good is, like, I don't know, like, a love story in, like, an action movie? <laughs> in, like, the Transformers movies or something. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, but that's part of, like, a normal, like, arc in terms of, like, how you, like, end the, like, for Transformers, as terrible as it is, for the first one... <laughs> The, the the ending of how you rejoice with the character is that Shia LaBeouf gets the girl Megan Fox, right? They're making out at the end, right? That, that's like a culminating, like, he has achieved his princess, which is, you know... Achieved his princess and set the Decepticons packing. <laughs> a classic American story. Yeah. Until Megan Fox's contract uh, went up. Because Michael Bay was too much of a creep. Yeah, that's the one. To the Transformers at the contract dispute. Well, I mean, isn't it common for, like, like uh like american television shows even like comedies like the office or like or like sci-fi drama stuff like um uh like lost or even like all kind of like the trashy cw stuff (laughs) where it's like it's a super common like plot thread of a of a season for like a couple of the like two of the characters will hook up and then be dating for a period and then they might break up or get in a fight or whatever and the next season it's awkward because now they're still friends. Will they? And... Won't they? Are they gonna stay together? Are they gonna break up? Yeah, that's a pretty right. common. But that I think develops like that's from like the Pam and Jim thing. That develops from I think like character dramas and soap opera styles yeah. where you don't really have um, an overarching narrative but instead the way that you get people invested in watching is by having character conflict and one of the easiest ways to have character conflict is to have characters hook up. But yeah. I guess like the thing that's different about that between um, Yuri on Ice is it's explicit when there's interest. Like it might like their relationship may never be explicit but the interest is like with Jim and Pam, like you always know that Jim likes Pam. Like that's just a given, but it's like, I feel like in you're on ice. It's like, you don't actually know if there's even interest at all. No, it's like this weird, like love. Like you can't tell, like, do you have a, are you gay? Like, how do you like him? Like, you just want that answered from either one of the characters. How do you like him? I mean, but because that, would that be argued in terms of the interest in the Victor Yuri relationship? Well, it's that will they, won't they, do they even type thing? Like, you go back and watch each episode and, like, oh man, they're like, Yuri's down again. How is Victor going to pull him out of this one? And when he does, are they going to get together? Is it really close? They're holding hands. Does it mean, like, is that, is that like a, a, a hook for people that are interested to come the, back home. Yeah, I guess what makes it weird, besides just like it not like them kind of just dancing around it, is 
if it was explicit and they're just having a relationship, then that relationship becomes like its own thing that's separate from, uh, I mean, not like totally separate, but it is their relationship and then there's the competition. Where it, where it stands in the show is it feels like Victor's all like, yeah, we can stay together if you keep winning these gold medals. <laughs> like, I'll be your coach, yeah. but I'm going to need five like world championships. And it's unclear because we don't know whether or not that's just like him just being like like a smart ass and kind of like telling jokes. <laughs> or if it's because like they're trying to equate like the the value of the relationship is based like is to be earned like i guess that's what makes it weird to me is if their relationship was separate it wouldn't feel like um yuri's always trying to earn victor's like love and respect i'm gonna kind of like i don't think that that was victor setting it up that way i think it was yuri though yuri's the one who always was like you're gonna leave if i don't win and like then Victor is like, okay, if this is the way it's going to motivate you, I guess. And so then he decides to break Yuri's heart or whatever. Well, Victor d- did say, like, in the, I think, in the first competition between Yuri and Yuri, that the Yuri that won got to have him, essentially. So I think that's where that came from. And that's, yeah, and that's just, that's weird. It's not great. <laughs> I don't appreciate that as much. Should have been called Yuri's on Ice. Yuri's on Ice. <laughs> I just kind of like, I don't know, it goes back to that dance competition, back where they were doing those weird pool dances. Like, I do really like like the fact that um, Victor was like, okay, I'm going to do something kind of mean. I'm going to break his heart to motivate him. And then he does it, and he's like, oh, shit, that worked too well. And it's just like the immediate back down. <laughs> like, I'm glad, like, they, like, that's what I meant, like, by that show doesn't, like, waste my time is they don't then go on to have like a full episode of like yuri feeling really bad about what he said it's just like he says it victor realizes that that was the wrong thing to say and they kind of just move on from it (laughs) yeah there's not much pity parties or like wallowing in sorrow which thank god for that like there's a ton of crying for sure (laughs) but it's like it's like this is like the okay crying like we like it's like it's emotional we get it yeah because it's not like the wallowing episodes long about like a misunderstanding no yeah it's the best kind of crying because jj's theme song is playing (laughs) so inspired (laughs) jj just follow me me. (laughs) that's jj style that is jj style It was like it was some because like I I think some of like those really sappy moments actually kind of like are effective in, like for what they are like like even that like that YouTube commenter that said a thing about uh, his fiance was like that was a good moment it's just like <laughs> okay they're genuine it's not like <laughs> like the the fans of JJ really like JJ <laughs> I mean we do too <laughs> yeah. Interesting thing about like watching the competitions, like it seemed like every audience member like had a flag for each person, so they're like ready to cheer for each person. <laughs> so like they had endless flags. Oh, it's like the Italians' turn. So bring up the <laughs> red, white, and green flag. Well, it's I mean, a Swiss guy. I bet they sell all those flags at like a flag stand. No, no, no. Like I just think it's interesting that they don't just cheer for their favorite; they cheer for everyone. everyone. <laughs> I think. I think, well, it looked like they were, like, just trying to displace those uh, flags among the audience. Except for, like, the two, like, side characters who we know who were actually cheering for everyone. I think it was supposed to be that 
certain groups of people were cheering for different, but maybe it just wasn't that clear. Well, no, it seems like they were commented that, like, the whole audience is getting into this. The whole audience (laughs) is getting into this. Like, for every person. And, like, I don't know if they were just, like, maybe they were just showing the clips of, like, that cheering section, but it was just funny because... That's what it felt like. This was a world that was very into ice skating. Yeah, I was going to say, I had to imagine that if you're going to a Grand Prix of world ice skating, you're probably just going to be delighted you're there. Yeah, that's the, that's the feeling. Was, it doesn't feel like there are so many competitors that, like, like you're kind of, you kind of have to look, you, you would assume that in that sort of situation, because it's kind of the same people going up against each other over and over again, like, you're kind of just into seeing different people perform. Was, was the vibe I was getting. Yeah. Well, like, it wasn't the... I think that they actually did a really good job of showing the um, accurate people who like ice skating because you guys noticed that it was actually really hard for all these people to watch it. Like, they had to go on the internet and find the page. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's, like, that's, like, that's, that's a good detail. Yeah, yeah like, like I, this isn't on television. <laughs> like, that's what I liked. I was like, it's difficult for you to follow the sport, but you're so dedicated that you're going to find that link. And I guess that kind of was fun, too, like, how um, Yuri's town was super into it, just because he was, like, kind of famous. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah, we got nothing else from Hot Springs Town. This guy's into ice skating. <laughs> I mean, that was kind. Of, that's kind of like what the 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 character from Thailand is too. It's like he's rep- He's like representing that whole, you know, that whole country. Yeah. And like, yeah, like that. Like parts of that are cool, and you get the feeling like that would be kind of how it is. Where it's like this is the first time that this country's been able to participate at this level. It would be a big deal. Well, I mean, like, even um, our state has gotten really into certain sports. Like, whenever there's someone famous who comes out, uh, like, this, as from the sport, it, like, inspires other people from that area to mm. start getting into it, which I think was kind of, like, accurate with um, that one young guy with the red hair who was, like, really into Yuri. Because, mm. like, he was somebody who was from his country who was really good and, like, that. And ins- it wasn't someone else from somewhere else. It was someone similar to him. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, yeah. I like that. That's kind of, to me, what, yeah. If it wasn't so dedicated to making, because I feel like there was a good amount of, like, I don't know if world building is the right term to use, but it felt like they made, like, the whole, like, the ice game community, like, that was an important character, like, they made that into a character that was well-developed, where this whole side of this competitive ice skating was well-fleshed out, and it felt like things mattered, and, like, mm-hmm. I was engaged and interested in it, in a way, that was, like, like, the world of ice skating is a more flesh was fleshed out in a better way than wherever the hell Subaru was from. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, like, that had doubled the episodes... And, like, that, I have no concept of what that world's like, but, like, the ice skating world, I felt like I got a really good sense of that community. Well, it it helps that it's real, but they do a very good job of making the world feel like the actual real world. Mm -hmm. So that connection's, like, like, like I mean, a lot of it's just in the details, honestly. Like, the small details about the competition, the competitions and the actual formats and stuff and the, the judging and, like, it's just several different things that line up together that make you think, like, this... It you you could imagine this show not being an anime, yeah. right? It didn't because, um, like we kind of harped on like certain aspects of it, but 
for the most part, I'd say this show doesn't have like the pitfalls and doesn't like rehash the similar anime tropes and similar language that most anime uses. Like it didn't feel like I didn't get that sense when I was watching this show for most of the time where it was like, it felt like the characters were real people and it felt like this world was, you know, well developed and detailed and it wasn't cause like they kind of like, they set it up to be kind of tropey, but even like, um, uh, uh, Yurio, like the Russian Yuri, like he wasn't, like he was like the typical hot-headed, like, uh, like foil, uh, mm-hmm. rival. But I don't know. I didn't get like he didn't feel like um, he still felt like a character. He didn't go all Gary Oak on everybody. Yeah, and like his rivalry kind of just made like <laughs> sense to me. Like it, it didn't really feel like a, um, just like a random rival. Like it kind of seemed like I mean, it still is a competition. Like I get that everyone's friends, but it's like. It kind of made sense that, like, there would be some sort of rivalry. And also, like, makes sense, like, he's younger. Like, he kind of, like, is just a little bit more hot-headed just because he is, like, 15. And he's just like that. The inexperience. They kept on mentioning that. (laughs) I think uh, this show, like, I would have been super bored of this show if it wasn't... If, like, the the animation for the skating wasn't as good as it was. Mm -hmm. And they didn't... Like because they put so, it felt like they really cared and they really wanted to put effort into helping you understand what ice skating's like and being able to distinguish the differences that sort of thing, which is like that's to me very impressive. Do you have a desire to watch actual figure skating now? I guess like if it was like the difference now is like if it's on, I wouldn't immediately turn away. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be able to say, "Oh, that's a double toe flip and a." <laughs> Triple Sao Chow? Is that what it is? Sao Chow. Sao Chow. Sao Chow. And I think you're saying to, like, to loop or whatever? To loop, yeah. Yeah, I said. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, thing, the question I was asking myself and I asked you guys too is uh, after watching the end, like, would you, if we didn't do it for the podcast, would you be interested in seeing a second season? No. No. Nope. But that's, I, again, this kind of goes back to like, this show is not for me. If I if I was if I was a fan of figure skating, like a really diehard fan of figure skating, who also happened to like anime and be kind of into the yaoi thing, like perfect, ten out of ten anime for you. Go watch it. I just like that because that's just such a niche person. <laughs> it, really it really is. But in that sense, what you can say is that like for the for the imaginary like person they set the, the to design the show for, they didn't. They did it at that, right? They didn't yeah. fuck it up in any major way. And if you are into those kinds of things, you'll be really into the show. Like, would you say the primary theme of this being that the primary hook is the ice skating or the yaoi part? Because it seems to me that the ice skating is the big part. And then inherent that is sort of that, oh, okay, ice skating, you know, that's more of a, has more of a feminine feel to it. And then, and then layered on top of that, oh, now you also have this yaoi sort of cute appeal I don't necessarily think, I don't know if I agree with this, but does anyone get the sense that, like, this show was made by someone who really wanted to make an ice skating show and really enjoyed ice skating and wanted to express that with people, but in order to make it popular, they had to add the yaoi elements? That sounds a little too conspiracy theory. Well, not so much, like, not so much conspiracy, but, like, I need to enable... be able to market this to people mm. to watch it? Do I need to package this in a certain well, way? Don't know. I, I would see that. 
how I was kind of thinking it more is like someone who's like really into ice skating, but just like didn't like doesn't really know how to tell the story of it. Cause it like I guess to me it's like all the ice skating elements are really good. It's just like what falls short is kind of like the relationship stuff and what we've already talked about. And so I don't think it's like they put that in there because they were like trying to pander. I think they put it in there because that's that's kind of how they thought they're supposed to tell the story. So it kind of seems le- less of like a um, like a conspiracy to reel people in and more of like a just not really experienced storytelling. Like if you had taken out everything that had to do with uh, Victor and Yuri's relationship, if you didn't see any of their offs, off ice time and you just saw, you know, you didn't know what transpired between them, between each one, would that really have an effect on how you viewed the performances from a technical artistic standpoint? Yeah, I would say no. I would say no, and I would say that definitely I could see it definitely being because reading comments online, I can definitely see people loved loved uh, watching and seeing about the um, Yuri Victor thing, and the art art was nice for that skin. Yeah, because I guess uh, for me, it's like um, how you package this is like you either do like a rocky thing, which is like the typical sports thing where it's all about like training really hard to overcome, like being the underdog sort of thing. But this went more in the route of use like in my mind it was like they're using the ice skating to reflect the relationships and it's all about like this is a relationship that's that is happening because of and through and because of ice skating and that paints things in a very different light i don't know i kind of want to recommend this show to people i know who actually have done ice skating and stuff just because i want to see what they would say about it (laughs) yeah that'd be interesting to know yeah yeah. yeah, I was. I wonder, like, how technically accurate it is. Like, I, because I, I literally know nothing about ice skating. I know very little, but I, my, I, like, my friend's younger sister used to do like ice skating competitions and stuff like that. So she would explain some of that. The only thing I know about ice skating is that Corey Feldman was on Skating with the Stars. <laughs> um, <laughs> I used that picture for um, uh, a school project where I had to. Um, teach English using pictures, and so <laughs> I um, use a picture of Corey Feldman skating. I guess for me, <laughs> Stuart just likes sitting there like. All right, oh, thumbs up. <laughs> Stuart, you just seem like you don't know how to react to this anymore. <laughs> For me, I this isn't for me. <laughs> well, this is just one of those things where it's like, I, I assume that they did the technical stuff right because they put so much detail into it that if they actually fucked up the scoring system or something like that, it would look real bad. But, but I don't know. That, I, it's really hard to comment on something when you're like, you, when you when you know that like, you're pretty sure they did everything right, but you just don't care at all about it. Well, it's like, it's funny that you say that because... There's, like, the other anime thing that they do, where it's, like, in Hajime no Ippo, they go into super detail about boxing, but it's all, like, made-up nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's, like, that's part of, like, the charm of it, is, like, that's, like, you don't get better at boxing by punching lo- falling leaves from a tree. <laughs> like, like, really? Like, it was, like, hyper-detailed, like, he's, like, learning, like, some dumb move, and it's, like, you don't do, like, anime super moves of real boxing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. 
I don't know, because, like, my, I think my reservation about watching a second season would be, like, I would be super down for, like, more ice skating competition stuff, but I just don't know if I'd be able to handle another 12 episodes of just, like, being teased. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I think that that's what, like, Mm -hmm. bothered me every episode. It was, like, they're just, like, they're, like, on the cusp of kissing, and then they just, like, it's a hug. They're gonna hold hands. I mean, I know you guys don't like this, but I would've I would have liked if there was more at stake here in terms of like when we develop when we develop our characters, we have like a, maybe a smaller cast of like five people. And then uh, you know, you put them in a bigger pool of some you don't have to make them, you know, nobodies, but you know, less developed characters so that when you see one of the five come up in the rotation or whatever, you know what's at stake in terms of you know, for this guy, it's this or that. Because for all of them, they all said literally like the same thing in their inner monologue of only I can change the world through skating or oh, it's only me who can do this routine or blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, I, 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 I can respect the fact that if you're at that level of ice skating, your goals are all probably going to be eventually pretty similar. But like if there was more at stake in terms of like, you know, this guy, oh, I really like this guy, he has an interesting story, blah, blah, blah. Like, if we had JJ, had, if we had learned more about JJ, you know, how much would we have wanted to pull for him in that last thing, right? Okay, how's, oh. how's this for a story premise? <laughs> <laughs> There's an evil Russian syndicate that's gonna ruin the world. <laughs> and then the only way to get to him is to train a team of top agents to win a skating pageant, because the winners of the skating pageant will be hosted at his luxurious mansion mm. and so they have to rise through the ranks after being trained by the navy seals <laughs> <laughs> i mean if it was like no but i mean honestly if that was a mighty ducks type of thing where it's like yo you have you have jim belushi from uh, texas and you know he knows how to lasso cows but he doesn't know how to stop on ice skates and we're gonna get him blah 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 or something like that i mean i I'd be down. So they do all the technical stuff and like a miscongeniality type thing. I think that this was more to do with like being true to the sport, like the scoring and the way it goes. Like realistically, you could have somebody just come up from the bottom. Like the way they do it is like the first person who goes first in the short goes last in the. So I think just scoring wise, like anybody could win, which is why we had to know everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, you know. My, my argument against something like about raising the stakes was I felt like it was more fitting that like, like that's why I like JJ so much is because like his motivation was I think I'm the best and I like skating sort of thing. Because like I said earlier, like these are some of like the most privileged people in existence. <laughs> yeah. Like they're literally just flying around the world to have like ice skating competitions. So this is not necessarily like a bad thing. Like they're just having a good time. And so for them to have, like, these really, like, deeply emotional or, like, serious motivations for why they're skating would come across as insincere to me. The fact that just, like, we're all kind of friends, we're kind of doing this for fun because it's inherently enjoyable does feel more realistic and, like, down-to-earth than a much more, like... Like, you don't need to... I don't need this guy to be skating to get raise the money to save his mom from cancer like that seems <laughs> contrived and forced like it's much more believable that these people are like they're just really like skating and they're enjoying the experience of it because it's like even if i come in last in this competition i got to fl- fly all over the world and i'm still a minor celebrity and i get to hang out with all my friends sort of thing 
Yeah, that, I think that's like fitting that everything is a little bit more lighthearted. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we can go around the room. Was everyone final thoughts, Stuart? What do you think? Um, if it's what you're into, you'll like it. <laughs> Johnny, like I liked it okay, but I'm not like passionate about it anyway. So like, after listening to this, I guess if you want to watch it, go for it. But I don't have any like recommendation anyway. Yeah, I don't feel super strong either way, uh, for or against. I mean, there's a lot of things I like, there are a lot of things I don't like, and, you know. Well, I can say that I can respect you if you like it, I guess. Yeah, like, I like, I, I, like, I kind of really like the show. I mean, it's, like, technically one of the be- like, one of the more, int- like, in terms of using animation to do a thing, this was one of the better ones we've seen. Like, the animation was good... And it um, conveyed ideas and meaning in a way that um, was cool and engaging and exciting. And it was nuanced in a way that we haven't seen from a lot of anime in both the technical aspect and, like, the movement of characters. And then even, like, the relationships weren't as tropey and as, like, uh, shallow as we've seen in a lot of other shows. So, I mean, there's, like, a lot of stuff to like, and it felt more mature, like, with its representation of the world it didn't feel so um it didn't feel like a a show written by a high schooler for high schoolers like (laughs) it felt like okay this is this is someone who clearly you know more or less understands people and can write a good story and also has a deep understanding and appreciation of ice skating so there's a lot there i really enjoy and i wish more anime would would be like that like if it's going to pick a topic they will engage with it in a way that is respectful for the thing that they're trying to, um, you know, make the show about. But yeah, it just, the part that, again, I feel like what, what stops me from going all the way with it is it does feel like I'm just being teased in a way that, like, makes me not enjoy the show as much. Like, it feels like the show would be more impactful and more meaningful and more true to what it show like its themes and idea that's presenting to me like it's a like i'll just keep going back to the fact that like his whole theme for that his season was love but was like this love that he like redid the definition of Mm -hmm. or if it was just like literally about like my theme is i'm falling in love with my coach and i'm expressing that through my skating which that's what the show was like that's what he was doing yeah like he was literally seducing victor the whole show and like I'm doing this for Victor. Like, if that was just the show and he's, like, romancing Victor, that's awesome. Because, to me, that's, like, what it was about, but just, like, didn't want to explicitly state that. Nope, he was a pork cutlable. Yeah, this is a pork cutlable. <laughs> so, yeah, like, because it's 12 episodes and it never feels like it's boring, I would recommend it for most people that are willing. That would be, like, like, if you're so turned off by the idea of ice skating, probably don't watch it. But if you're like, oh, I could be, I could try it, I would definitely recommend it to you. Because it is, it's short, and like I said, it doesn't waste your time. And it feels like it maintains, like, an interesting pace throughout the whole thing. Yeah. What would a pork cutlet bowl piroshki taste like, though? Like, I was wondering that. Oh, probably like, not really good, honestly. Yeah. I and feel like it wouldn't cook correctly. And then they're like, this is delicious! I'm like... Well, it would be like, I don't know, because the rice would get probably 
wouldn't the rice get crispy or something like that? Well, no, no the, the rice... The, the, it's fried, isn't it? The pro, No, the bread isn't Cause, fried. Because the, the dough, like, I thought you do the dough raw with the ingredients on the inside. Yeah. So the rice would get caught in the raw dough. But it wouldn't cook The rice wouldn't cook up because there's no moisture You would No no because you would make the pork cutlet bowl This pork has been cooked The I rice like has been cooked the the sauce is going. <laughs> No because you would cook it all up And then you would wrap it in the dough And then you would fry it So everything on the inside is already cooked yeah. ready to go. You're essentially just making it crispy on the outside but then, well, You but, heard it here first But then there's also the problem of The grandpa probably isn't the most experienced at making pork cutlet bowls like, that's not, like, his specialty is making pork cutlet bowls. Yeah, pub, I mean, pork cutlet bowls is just, like... We don't know the grandpa's skill in cooking. Yeah. Yeah. For a pork cutlet bowl. <laughs> yeah, this is now going to... <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Consume. But I just feel like... I just feel like... I don't know. Maybe Yuri oh was just God. being nice. The re- there's the there's a recipe, actually, the first thing that came up was Fond Funimation. Oh, really? It's, like... Tasty pork cutlet bowl recipe, Yuri on Ice. Okay, nice. next time on Your Anime is Trash. <laughs> We're just going to we review gonna... the food. <laughs> yes. So this is we like... are going to make a Piroshki pork, pork cutlet bowl. The first um, item on the ingredient list is mood music. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> JJ's <laughs> King song? Yeah. JJ theme? That's the best mood music. I want to listen to it again. All right. I guess we're done for today. <laughs> the Your Eyes podcast. <laughs> Goodbye.